there, people of the interwebs. It's me, Brandon Noel, and my wife. Maylene Noel. And uh, before we jump into this week's episode of The Bookies, uh, Cuckoo's Calling by J.K. Rowling. Um, A.K.A. Robert Galbraith. Robert Galbraith. Uh, I just want to uh, talk to you real quick about our Patreon. You can go to uh, patreon.com slash destinycomics. And the D and C are capitalized on that because I had to make it difficult for some reason. Um, and, uh, and to make it extra difficult, comics is with an X, not a CS. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know how to spell. I really don't. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's patreon.com slash destiny comics with an X. And the D and the C are both capitalized. And uh, basically what we're looking for is uh, we have one tier. It's called a dollar in the hat. And we're just asking for just a little help uh, to keep this podcast going and and keep everything else that's, that that we do here uh, going. Uh, you can also support us by going to uh, squareup.com slash store slash Destiny Comics or destinycomics.com. And you could purchase a book or a bookmark. And uh, that really does go to, to help us uh, do these podcasts and do these kinds of things. So before, uh, thank you for listening to our ad. Um, but uh, real quick, uh, we're getting ready to start uh, Cuckoo's Calling by... Um, Robert Galbraith. Galbraith. This was your book. This was one, yeah. Yes, this was one that I was very much looking forward to reading with the group because I'd already read it once by myself. And you know, spread my obsession a little bit with, you know, not only detective novels, but with J.K. Rowling. So, you know, Mm -hmm. there's that. So, uh, with that said, I hope you enjoy this week's episode of The Bookies. You know what I cannot find out is like the... Kevin decided again. He still does conventions every once in a while. Um, His office is on display as part of a museum. Oh. Because Kevin Eastman... Started years ago, failed unfortunately. He started the Museum of Comic Book History. Oh, that's cool. Because he had turtle money for a long time. <laughs> I got turtle money. And he did, and he spent it. He bought Heavy Metal. Oh. And he was the publisher of Heavy Metal for like 10 years. And then he opened, I think it was actually a bad placement because it was like in Kansas. He opened the. History Museum of Comic Books. Open that up in L.A. or New York. L.A. or New York. Yes. And it was around for years, but part of the the collection was his office. Hmm. And it's on display of different things because it's literally his drawing board, and then it's a corner piece that has every single piece of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys ever made <laughs> because that was part of his arrangement was he got one copy of everything including stuff that was only ever made in Japan nice. so like the, his, he, it's this monument of turtles with just a drawing board in the middle of it with insane toys insane oh, posters and cool. everything I love those interesting contracts like that or like what uh, Lucas did with the Star Wars franchise like that, you think outside the box, and that's how you become successful forever. Well, turtles, they, uh, getting off top, top of a little bit, but turtles originally wasn't any, was never going to be anything other than the first issue. It was supposed to be a one shot? It's a one shot. The first issue is a one shot. That's why Shredder dies in the first issue. Holy crap. And it was meant to be a gag joke. They published it with a tax return. 
This was just something to make them laugh. <laughs> it's a parody of everything that was big in comics at the time. It's making fun of uh, New Mutants. It's making fun of Daredevil's um, Frank Miller's Daredevil yeah. run. That's why their 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 father figure is named Splinter because Daredevil's fig father figure was named Stick. Oh my god! Yeah. Like it's a giant parody <laughs> of comic books at the time, and they. They, I forget how many copies they printed, like a couple thousand with a tax return. They even borrowed a little bit of money from one of their uncles to finish it off. <laughs> they took photos. There's great photos of them posing with all the boxes in their apartment, or like Eastman's apartment, because they never thought they were going to sell them. <laughs> so they piled all the boxes up and made couches and, made, and all that stuff. They never thought they were going to sell these issues. They took them to a, like early Comic-Con and sold out. And they're like, holy crap, we didn't expect that. <laughs> they borrowed a little bit more money from their uh, uh, uncle, printed a couple more issues, sold out again at another show, and they thought, well, that was that. <laughs> We're done. That was fun. I can't believe it worked. We're done. And then the retailers started calling them going, where's issue two? <laughs> and they're like, well, they, they started looking at each other going, we could do an issue too. There's <laughs> a demand. So for the first like four or five years, Turtles was published on a bi-monthly basis. It took them two months to get an issue out ready, but they were bringing in enough money to keep going. Oh my God. It wasn't until a lawyer just walked into their office and said, hey, I think I can get a toy line. I want the, the rights to Turtles to do toy line. And they had, at that time, had a couple other lawyers walk in and like, yeah, right, whatever, buddy. <laughs> and they wrote a, a makeshift contract on a napkin. <laughs> Those are the officially binding ones. The officially binding ones. <laughs> and said, you have, I think they gave the guy 30 days to get a toy deal or we're done with you. He pulled it off. He got, he, that's what the Mattel deal was that got them the toy deal. And out of the toy deal got them the original cartoon. Jeez. I love that cartoon. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's not the comics, but it's good. I've said this before. The original Turtles comics were adult, gritty, noir. Oh, yeah. As a, as a dark, brutal, violent property, Turtles was well-loved by a small group of fans. Yeah. As a kid's property... It's a multi-billion dollar business. So right. I think at the end of the day, they made the right call. My nephew has two favorites. Ninja Turtles and Mario. Okay? <laughs> yeah. My yeah. nephew is four. He lives and breathes Ninja Turtles and Super Mario. Okay? He is all about both of those things. <laughs> so the, the advantage to appealing yeah. to kids as an audience is that if you hook them... They will become adults and, in theory, keep buying stuff <laughs> like uh -huh. adult money. They introduce their kids to it. Yeah. Uh -huh. Before we we get onto the the book, I, I, one last little note on that: the first time the Turtles toys were in Toys R Us, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird ran out to the Toys R Us to see the display, and they they're sitting there looking in front of their toys like, "Holy shit, we did it!" And then. A mother with her kid walks by, and the kid goes, "Oh, I want that!" And the mother grabs the kid and goes, "There's no way in hell I'm buying you a turtle's toy." <laughs> and they just looked at each other like, "What have we done?" <laughs> 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 
Mother paid it, you know you sold out. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> so, all right, we are the uh, the Bookies Podcast. I'm Brandon Noel. Wayne Abraham. Luis Lopez. David McFarland. Justin Stallard. Bonnie Stallard. Maylene Noel. And we are the Bookies. This month we are uh, talking about Cuckoo's Calling by Robert uh, Galbry. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. Spoiler alert. The, the Harry Potter lady. That's the, the Harry Potter lady. <laughs> That's the real plot. That's the real plot twist at the end. He comes out and goes, ah, I wrote it. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> Dumbledore goes, yo. <laughs> yo. Look, Maylene, I believe you put this in the, the, the TARDIS cookie jar. Yeah, I did. Uh, you want to tell us um, the basic plot and why you put it up? Well, the basic plot is at the beginning, this young, hot, up and coming model dies from a fall from her big penthouse, you know, apartment. And um, everyone's saying suicide. Oh, it's a suicide. And so tragic it was drugs and this and that and everything else that you could attribute to a suicide but then her brother goes to a private detective Cormoran Strike and says I need you to look into this because I don't think it was a suicide and so while he's going through this while Strike is uh taking on a case he's also going through a couple other things such as dealing with um you know being basically kicked out of his place because he broke up with his longtime girlfriend fiance fiance yes right sorry his longtime girlfriend slash fiance and uh he is getting a new uh temp who's working in his office for as you know secretary and uh his new secretary, Robin, she just recently got engaged and is all excited to work for Strike because she, it's been a secret passion of hers to, you know, work for a detective, yeah. be a detective. And so she figures, this is great, this is my chance, I get to do this. But her fiancé is not too happy about it. And that's the basic... That's kind of what everyone's dealing with in the book. And the reason why I chose it is because not only do I like detective novels just in general, but I really enjoyed this book on my first reading. And I was really hoping <laughs> others would like it too. So. Yeah, we all hated it. Goodbye. End, I know. End of story. No, and that's how we all <laughs> stopped being friends. <laughs> this no. book was so bad. We hate each other. So, we so were brother really the main Oh, oh, oh. Kill me, my own <laughs> Nothing is worse than me. Oh, God. I'm going to go eat the pecan pie. No, no, don't give yourself my... Death by nuts. Death by nuts. What a way to go. <laughs> so, um, Mailing, you want to... We'll just jump in. Yeah. You want to start us off, what was your favorite part of the book? Um, I don't... There are a couple parts that I really... Enjoyed like I, I I thought it was funny his first introduction with Robin you know like holy crap oh, he ru- literally <laughs> runs into her and accidentally grabs her left boob and he's like oh god you know oops so it's like that I thought that was funny because I keep thinking wow that's 
interesting way to meet your new boss. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he does it like to keep her from falling. Oh, he, he accidentally yeah. runs into yeah. her. Yeah. He's yeah. just he's grabbing because she's about to fall over the yeah. banister down the yeah. stairwell. Yeah. So he like crushes it. So <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> just like, so it wasn't like, hi, nice to meet you. It was, I'm going to stop you from falling. <laughs> and oops, I grabbed a part I shouldn't have grabbed. And bruised it terribly. Yeah. And, and if this were a major company, this would be a major PR problem. <laughs> you know. So, um, and yet she didn't die or injure herself falling down the stairs. So, so yeah, everything's okay. Yeah, Except so half a dozen of another, right? Okay, <laughs> And I just like I, I think I like what I like more is because there are scenes I love, but what I love more are the characters. Like I love Robin; she's great, I think, and I love how, in my opinion, there were no flat two-dimensional characters that you're like oh that was oh what's the point of throwing that character in there or you know like I I felt like every character even if they were only there for a short period of time had some like you saw their flaws they weren't perfect people you're like okay that person's a horrible person (laughs) you know and so for me what really made me love the story was the characters and uh, I also really enjoyed her descriptions of the characters. Like, I loved how she described, like, the brother as, what was it, like, rabbity, kind of, you know? <laughs> and uh, so just, I, I was able to sit there and imagine how he would look in my mind, which is always a mark of a good story, I think, is when you can easily call up to mind yeah. what the author must be thinking, you know? So, But, yeah, I, I, there were several scenes also that I liked. Like, I, I liked... Um, all the scenes where it talked about like after she got adopted the mink uh, Lulu after she got adopted and her the childhood stuff that was pretty interesting and intense to read so that's yeah yeah that's it like I said mostly mostly I like a lot of childhood stuff you know like you know when you go back and slowly find out stuff about them when they were kids you know. hmm. So, as mentioned during our A is for Alibi review, I'm a big fan of noir detective. 1950s, I believe detectives should be black and white. <laughs> you know, they're they're born with the scotch. Their skin is gray. Their skin is gray. Um, always smoking. Always smoking. Always smoking. Um, I've read a lot of Dashiell Hammett. I've read a lot of, you know, or listened to a lot of old-timey radio detectives, Johnny Dollar, uh, Richard Diamond, Harry Lyme, all those, the greats. Um, The one thing that surprised me that I really liked was the tropes of the old classic noir stuff kept coming through. It was, you know, the secretary, my girl Friday, the the smoking at the desk, the you know, there was all those living in his office. Living yeah. in his office. There was all those detective tropes that I really loved. That felt comfortable to me. Mm-hmm. Even though we're in a world with Google. <laughs> um, but, so yeah, my favorite scene, which even surprised me, was the one that was least like any of that. The um interrogation in the dressing room. <laughs> I have never seen that before in any detective noir fiction with 
the the My Girl Friday, the the secretary, just playing the character and getting them to gossip and talk and get all the information. <laughs> very, you know. Because yeah. admittedly, that's what we do. That's human. That is totally, totally a girl thing. Yeah, yeah. Talking in the dress. He would have never got anything out of yeah. any of those ladies, and she got everything. Everything. Everything out of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even when they walk away and under his breath, he's like, impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that scene is by far my favorite. And it showed how valuable Robin was. It did, it did. <laughs> and it, it created also a weird sexual tension between the two of them, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like moonlighting where that's what everything was about. Right. There was just an undercurrent that they both recognized, oh, you're very attractive. Yeah. Moving on. Well, let's, let's not think about that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. You know, okay. So, yeah, that was my favorite scene. Hmm. It's, it's a well-written book. Um, I, I enjoyed... You did finish it, right? <laughs> You've seen I did today. Yeah, <laughs> more than once. Um, I liked the scene where the producer's wife <laughs> finally agrees to talk to him. And she shows up with her sister and the guy who hired him to find the killer. And so it's the four of them at lunchtime. And he's asking questions. And there are things that he knows about her story from talking with his police connections that can't be true, that are out-and-out lies. But at the end of it, what she said she heard, he can tell she's not lying. About that. About that. Other things about where she was and how she heard it, she's lying through her teeth about. But he realizes she's not lying about what she heard. And he doesn't know why she's lying about the other stuff, but he figures it's something big enough that, you know, and he eventually figures figures it out. Yeah. But, you know... Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there's no way she could have heard it from inside. Where she was. Yeah, Where she was supposed to be. Yeah. But I had all sorts of theories on that, by the way. You know, like her being closer to the apartment because she was, like, upstairs because she was having an affair with somebody or meeting somebody or, you know, something like that. I had all sorts of theories about that particular thing that were wrong. <laughs> and the truth was horrible and awful, which is why my brain didn't go there. I would have never thought that horrible, okay? Yeah. It was just wrong. See, you're a good person. <laughs> right, right. You would have thought, oh, this is totally how it happened. <laughs> I'm not a wife beater, yeah. <laughs> or not necessarily always beater, but abuser, you know? Mm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, uh, I liked that scene. Uh, in the restaurant where they're talking and he finally realizes she's telling the truth about this. She's lying about all this other stuff and I don't know why yet, but she's telling the truth about what she heard. Which is when he realizes because she's telling the truth, obviously this character didn't commit suicide, this person. Mm-hmm. You know. You know I, up to this point, he is, he takes the case, and but he believes it's a suicide just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. 
but he is going to thoroughly go over it so that when he's done, there is irrefutable proof that it couldn't have been anything but a suicide. And he'll have got his money for it. He's professional. Yeah. He's being professional about it, and he's out there, and he's doing, giving it the best giving it his best even though he doesn't believe she was murdered like the guy who hires him claims she was. He believes it to be a suicide uh, from the very beginning and that doesn't change till about a third of the way through the book. Yeah, so but yeah it, 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 had, it had some it had some other good scenes I like the scene where he met the cop and it's just kind of describing the, the bar interesting and, back and forth yeah the interesting <laughs> back and forth between between him and the police officer I'm doing you a favor and you know okay this hasn't panned out yet but if it does I'll give you what you want that give and take was fun too mm-hmm I enjoyed the characters and their individual motivations as far as like like you, you get the sense that Robin is not just a, a temp like she's she's smart and she's capable and she's much more qualified to be a detective like on her own than just like a secretary but not only that like Cormoran knows it and he recognizes it and okay. because of how how good she is at stuff that he doesn't really task her to do like she just notices things he, he finds that it's easier to like be open with her and, and to not about his personal life but about like job stuff you know yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, he, and he comments to her like oh you're much more capable than anyone else I've seen as far as like temps go <laughs> and, and the, she was so well written yeah yeah, she I, was. She's my favorite character. That I, yeah, I, I kept waiting and hoping when she pops up. Yeah. 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 I also like the description of um, of the world around them, like modern day, you know, England, and this is like it's London, right? Yeah. 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 Like I've I've been watching videos on YouTube about what what is it like to live in London, and and from what I understand, the people that live in London are not just like white English people. It's it's a world city more than an English city. So you have, you know, whites, blacks, people from West India, you have people from Poland. Like it's it's a huge multicultural metropolis. And yeah, well England was the the jewel of the world. They took yeah. over everything. So everyone immigrated there at some point. So yeah, every place where India had a colony. Yeah. There well, are people too. Yeah, for yeah. other places. So yeah, England has all these these cultures and is really is a melting pot. Yeah, and, and it's, small place. it's reflected in the cast of characters here. I mean, yeah. Leo Landry herself is like, they, they comment and they don't shy away from commenting on her being, uh, uh, mixed yeah, mixed race and, and growing up in a household that is not mixed race like that. Right. I, I really enjoyed that. And when Cormoran is talking to the, the Jamaican uh, desk security guy at the apartment, like, yeah. you know, yeah, you, you, you hear in his words, like, his own background. And it's just, I, I, love, I love that being represented so well in this book. It could have been easy to just make everyone a stereotype. Oh, this is the Jamaican. Yeah. This is this guy. This is that guy. She, yeah, she never do does that. Yeah, no, he, he was never Jar Jar Binks. Like, he yeah. was his own person. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I really, I really love that take on, on modern London. When, you know, what, what we've seen before from Rowling is, like, 
Harry Potter magic, which is great, but it's not modern, you know? No. Right. Well, Even if it is the modern world, it's not. It's a mixture of this old, old, yeah. old arcane magic. They're writing with quills on parchment. Right. <laughs> In a modern setting. Yeah. It's, it's not even really that modern because it's the 90s, so there's well, so pingers. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, but I mean, you know, it's modern ish as in. It was modern when she wrote it. Yeah. 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 It's not like. Pingers. So yeah, that, I think that was what I enjoyed the most about about this book. Yeah. It, it's such a departure from what we've seen before, and it's done so well. Oh my god! Yeah. Dave. Yeah. Um, Dave. <laughs> Dave. I thought the book was long. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, David! <laughs> but More I like how how thorough it was. Mm. At, at some points, I thought it was kind of boring, but then I had to realize how much information she's throwing at you so you could envision her world of what she was writing. There's a couple of chapters that are just info dumps. Yeah. yeah. And I like, I like long movies and, and long stories like that because it, it, it's thorough. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have, like... A favorite character? I just liked a couple of the characters. Like, you guys don't like Freddy. <laughs> what was this? The Stoogie? The Stoogie? But. Well, I, I listened to an audiobook. Apparently, the guy who read it pronounced it a Stoogie. It was a Stoogie. Yeah. All right. Okay, we'll go with that. You okay. yeah. that, right? Okay, then. Yeah. Sure, whatever. The Freddy. Freddy. <laughs> yeah, Freddy. Um, no. Freddy, because I told Melina this. This was written a couple of years ago. The way J.K. Rowling describes Freddy is not just personally, but physically descriptive of Weinstein. Like, oh God, really? She, the description of the bulbous nose and the wrinkles. And the, oh, wow. She's describing Weinstein, at least the way I saw it. Yeah. And then when we find out more about his character, I'm like, she might have been making a statement with that character about what she because they make the statement well with the sexual allegations you know you always hear it third hand in the book like well I know a guy I heard a guy I can't say anything so it sounded very Weinstein-esque well I didn't really care or even make note of that I just Mm. when I finally read that interview in, in the book and he was the first character in there that was actually not like kind of like a crybaby or trying to lie or being meek and shy. Mm. He was kind of the first aggressive character in there. And I'm thinking, all right, man, there's there's going to be a fight in here now, finally. <laughs> and, th- and this is like like the book's almost over by that point. <laughs> you, you're definitely thinking, yeah, it's Freddy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going, finally. I mean, I'm thinking that something's going to happen now. And I'd have to say that he's my favorite character in there because it's finally starting to happen. And like, here we go. <laughs> For a detective novel, there isn't a lot of action in this. this yeah, because I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not very good at, at guessing who did it. Mm-hmm. 
when when uh, <laughs> say, showed up <laughs> and started explaining, I'm gonna go. It was him the whole time. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, like I watched The Sixth Sense and I didn't figure it out until she dropped the ring that it was him that, yeah. that was dead the whole time. I never figured that out. Uh, someone ruined that for me, so I didn't get the joy of figuring it out. Someone told me before I saw the movie. I was like, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> was it Corey? No, no, it was, it was, it was someone I, I went to college with. I don't even remember who it was. Like, it was someone I went to college with. But, I don't um, remember. You were hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> and I also... I, I don't like because of that. <laughs> no, that, that's my headcanon. Okay, that's fine, that's fine. I never spoiled anything I don't like. I guess I li- I really like the parts that were... <laughs> I like the parts where the light bulb went on over my head. <laughs> <laughs> and when he was in the bar and he got plastered drunk. <laughs> and he was telling uh, Robin. Robin that he was a boxer in the army. I'm like, all right, he's going to beat up the guy at the end. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. He is, yeah. He does, too. What, two hits? And then beat him up with his prostate. <laughs> 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 hey, the other guy had a knife. So the prostate is nothing. But um, it doesn't feel pain, you know. All right. No, you feel pain, all right. No, the leg doesn't feel pain. <laughs> after he pulled the knife out of his arm. Right. Oh, man. Arm <laughs> ended the gut. Yeah. yeah. It was a slash or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Okay, I get why you like Freddy now. That makes sense. Because it was a build-up to... Yeah, yeah, I get that. So it I get was, that. It was a finally... I don't like him because he was a total jackass, yeah. but I get why you like him. Okay. Like if, <laughs> if this was a, a 1950s noir, mm-hmm. halfway through, the, the, the stereotypical thing would happen yeah. is somebody would have tried to run him over, somebody right, would have jumped true. him in an alley. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, so there's, there's Something would have happened to let we him know that we, right we had more of that in Greywalker yeah. than we did here. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Because she did get somebody did try to run her over. He said that I flashed on yeah. Ray Walker, but yeah. So there's there's just we've, we've read a lot of detective stories at this point, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of a Dave. That's her favorite genre. Maybe maybe that's sci-fi. Yeah. 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 And um, I also like mm. Guy Somay. Mm. <laughs> I love my men big. Guy Somay. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be pronounced Guy. Guy, if you're American, Guy if you're French. Yes. Yeah, whatever. He <laughs> changed his name to it, so. Yeah. But um, I, li- I liked yeah. him. <laughs> I liked him because he. I honestly think he's probably the only one that really cared about Lula. Yeah. He probably yeah. yeah. Was well, her, I think her, her mom did, her? but she was no, so out of at this point. Mm. Nah, I don't know. I didn't really like her mom. I, her mom. I didn't either, but yeah. You don't get enough time with your mom really no. to form that opinion. Plus, plus, she's so ill that you're just getting, you know. You're getting deathbed confessions. You're getting yeah, her real not, mom. Yeah. Oh, her mm. real mom. Oh, yeah. not her real mom. Her yeah. real mom sucks. We're talking about her, uh, her adopted mom. Yeah. Also, my her real mom. Oh, sucks. her real mom. Yeah. Real mom, all she was in it for was the fame and yeah. the money, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm the famous girl's mom. Come write an article about me, yeah. But I just didn't understand. Person. Yeah. I just didn't understand why she Wish she, she, she wrote the will for. Mm. It's like why and and how did how oh. where, how did she hide, I mean I she hid it in, in those clothes in, in that in that bag that special bag that was designed to have removable lining yeah, yeah. They, they make that and then when when he said that well, that was the first detective the, the he very first like, yeah the very first time we find out about that about the bags I'm like oh, there's something important in her bag somebody go look through her bag mm-hmm. and it took you way too long to look through her bag yes. <laughs> 
But yeah, I was like, okay, there's something important, especially that one, just the one she was carrying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know why? You mean why she wrote it? Yeah, I just I just didn't get it because she found out. Because um, she, she found out who her biological brother was. Well, no, 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 no. It was that's not the only the reason she wrote the will at that time. Yeah, why did she? Is write because the we get a little bit of it, and and you have to really read between the lines a little bit. Her mom, when she spent some time with her mom. Her mom ended up telling her why they had the outs with Uncle Tony and what Uncle Tony had said because Uncle Tony had said mm. that her brother killed Charlie. And, but, but it was never spoken. In fact, the mom almost comes to that point but then doesn't say anything to, um, to strike. Yeah. So, but, but she had that time with her mom and then she's afraid because she realizes she thinks Uncle Tony was right. And she realizes that her brother has that in him. And now she's afraid for her own life because he's already pressuring her for money. Yeah. And she's afraid okay. because he's pressuring her for money that he might do something. And so then she writes the will to her, ne- her newly found biological brother. Yeah. But it's one of those things where you have to read between the lines so it's easy to miss. Yeah. Well, I missed it. It's okay. No, it's, okay. it's really easy to miss. I, I, missed, actually, I missed like 98% I actually of the read, book and tell me that. I just, a little bit of that. <laughs> that was one of those things that I was like... What am I missing here? And then at the end, when we find out that he killed Charlie, I'm like, that's what the mom was not saying. I get it now. But mm-hmm. I, because I was, there was a, I felt like that, that conversation that Strike had, I think he probably felt the same way. Like it was unfulfilled, there was something missing that she didn't say. And now I'm like, oh, that's why. That's, oh, that makes sense now. Okay. Because that was a question why that question was bothering me too. So, yeah. Yeah, so. Um I'm sure there's like little things that I chuckled at, but I, oh, don't, yeah. I don't really remember. Hmm. All right, Justin. Um, unfortunately for me, I haven't finished the book. Maybe you did the list. I'm only okay. about uh, on my <laughs> Sorry, we're giving you all this stuff away. Finish the book 30, anyway. 33% through. At this point, I do like the character development very much. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I haven't found any irregularities in the, characters. in the characters themselves. You know, I don't know if some they're pretty consistent. They're very mm-hmm. consistent. You know, she knows these characters. Yeah. 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 She, and, even uh, if she didn't base them on real people, which apparently at least one of them the, was. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. think the... the inter- more than one. But the, at, at the point I'm at, the interaction between uh, Strike and Robin is just getting done. It has these little little nuances, you know. Like he realizes, like, wait a minute, I should probably comment on her sending me that text. And uh, <laughs> is like, and then he notices a drastic change in her mood after that. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay, know. yeah. So she uh, gave her some credit. Gave her some credit, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so he, she wasn't mad at him anymore. <laughs> I think and you have a really good dynamic. He's, he's changing his usual behavior because so he's telling you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, uh, and she's worth it. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things I found interesting is uh, you, we don't normally have a hero with a uh, disability like that uh, not yeah. not that, that he's disabled but he has a disability disadvantage to yeah. things with that you know, and 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 she goes um well, I, I think she did her homework yeah. in the fact that you know he's gumshoeing all over the city and his stump hurts mm-hmm. you know and he's gained weight and he knows that's part of the reason why it's hurting him and 
and and stuff. And she just had a family member who had, a, or she she knew she knew somebody. She, knew or somebody she did a lot of research. Yeah. I mean, most writers would probably were like, oh, he's got a fake leg, and then just moved on. You know, yeah, it's, like it's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. and and how he. Uh, you have a broken. Depending on character. who he's talking to, he tries to hide it. You know, he uh, one guy he uh, you know. People he talk. He talks about his military, and he said, "Oh, why did you get? Why did you get out of the military?" And, he's, and one guy says, "Oh, I got my uh, leg blown off," and the other guy says, "Oh, I got injured." You know, right, depending on who he's talking depending to. Depending on yeah. who he's talking to, and his and uh, he works on his limp depending on the situation too. Yes, if he wants to feel more intimidating to someone, he right. wants to make sure they don't see a weakness. Right. And, yeah. And uh, at this point, Robin doesn't know he has the process. Oh yeah, are you right? You know, and he's made it a point to keep that from her. But, uh, I, I, I like I like the characters mm-hmm. at this point in the book. And, and one thing I have noticed, I don't know, but there are some, uh, not the cuss words, but there are some words, they're very well-chosen words, you know, they're, they're like high education words, <laughs> you know, or like, wait, bombs? no, 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 no. <laughs> I can't remember, I can't bring it to mind at the moment, but I mean, there's a few words like, oh, I need to look that up, I have no idea what that means. And then you're like, okay, you know. is this just because she has a higher, oh, this is a higher education word, or is this a word that's common in Britain, we just don't use it here, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cormoran mentions that his stump hurts because he put on like one or two stone, but what is that in imperial pounds? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's, it's a lot. Like, isn't like, it like, like 10, 10 pounds or something? Pounds. Yeah. yeah. One stone, I think, is equal to 10 pounds. Yeah, because uh, one stone is 16 pounds. 16? Well, they talk about uh, like... Let's look it up. Google it. Google. I remember reading something or watching something recently that a, uh, this woman weighed like uh, ten, uh, five stones or ten stones or. I think it's yeah. It's like a, I know it's, a, and, it's uh, a decent use, uh, um, unit of weight, but like mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly what it is. What does a stone weigh in British pounds? Let's give it like. Wait a minute, See, I was like, oh, pounds. I said, close enough. Close enough. I was expecting like, stones are you? I was like, I'm sorry, And I was like, how much? That's alright. They still describe people in hands high as well. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. Stone and hands. And you only ever see that when you like horses. Over here, you just use hands. And I'm thinking, okay, my yeah. hands are like Brandon's hands. Like, what hands? Yeah, are you and using? you have to realize, you know, when they measure, you know, used to measure hands, they didn't measure this way, they up this yeah. way, or yeah, yeah, and uh, you know. So, uh, but yeah, there's so some interesting at the Britishisms, and I'm I'm sure that those the alcohol that he drinks and orders most places is probably a, a popular one, but mm-hmm. I don't know enough, mm-hmm. and I don't even know if it's an ale or a beer. Like I'm like I don't know, you yeah. know. But yeah, you hear. And from what I understand, like like when he's in the in the pub getting his like first three beers after mm-hmm. after <laughs> meeting Robin, like from what I understand, the general pub beer just across the board in Britain, I could be wrong, but I hear it's just stronger in general. Mm-hmm. So right. like the three yeah, beers kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And one, one of the things I found interesting that is while he's living in his office, 
he somehow manages to just stroll onto the university campus and use their shower. Yeah. Right? And multiple times multiple in the book, times. he does this. And he's not a young student. No, <laughs> he's right. not. And, but, he, but nobody questions him. Yeah. And he even goes in the pool, that. too. I remember reading that. Yeah. If you walk with a purpose, no one will question you. Yeah. <laughs> True. Even mm-hmm. one person, like, and he just, by the look on his face, they decide, you know. Yeah, it's not even worth it. No, worth it. I'm not going to miss it. It's like, why should yeah. I even care? Let him yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Bunny. All right. So, some of you said some stuff like, I, I have to say, the scene in the dressing room is one of my favorites. And Rob is my favorite character. But there is a scene that, that nobody's mentioned that I also. Uh, I probably just forgot it. Kind of like. Well, okay. So, so you have Lula's friend, the. Rochelle? The, the, other, the other model. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Sierra. The other model. Yeah. And so. He goes to see her. He ends up going with her to the club to meet the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Then they, the three of them go, and he's acting like security because that's kind of what he is. There are people, all these paparazzi, okay? He's in his nice suit. He fits in well, but he just looks like hired muscle. He, he looks like hired muscle. They, they go point. in. They assume that he's security and that Sierra and the other guy are having a fling. And really, they have this conversation. Then who ends up having a fling with the model? Cormac <laughs> Strickton. He gets a one-night stand with his hot young model. And he doesn't brag about it. He doesn't say anything. And the tabloids don't find out about it either. No one knows. The only person who figures it out is Robin, and she very coolly doesn't say anything either. And you're like, dude. <laughs> so, like, you know, normally I'm like, oh gosh. I do like the one line there. Because there's, there's always, oh, yeah, the always, wait for the suspects. Why are they people suspects? No, know, it's never a good idea. <laughs> but I'm like, not a suspect. Well, he might have been. But, but I'm like, you know what? Dude, <laughs> this, guy, this guy just got. Broken up with it this long time, very hot, mm. very rich fiance. He's yeah, had a really he's he, he's he's a nice guy, but he's injured. He you know, and I'm like, you know what? He just got he just bagged a hot model. I don't even you know I'm like and he doesn't brag about it. he he's cool about it. She's cool there's no like mm-hmm. big, you know, and you're like I'm like you know what? I don't know. Maybe he deserved it. You know what? <laughs> there, there's a, a line where the, he, he brings up, like, I only have one lately. He lets her know. Yeah, he lets her know. Where before. he doesn't, yeah. She didn't have a problem with that. She didn't have a problem with like, that. You know, I just didn't make it better. So yeah, like that. And then he goes, that's the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but, you know, it's like little things where, oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> Even the chauffeur, I don't think, ever got any with her. No. You know? no. Although he would have liked to got some with her. And or Lula. The one who killed Lula. Yeah. You know what I loved? Okay, yes. I'll be honest. I figured it out really early who it was. Because he chuckled. How did you figure it out? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how did did, did you figure it out? It doesn't matter. I don't want to get to that. First of all, who chuckled? Shut up. Okay, so the whole point point I wanted to get at was I. That's an evil chuckle. You're a killer. This whole time I'm like. Uh, I really think it's so-and-so, but I don't want it to be so-and-so, but I think it's so-and-so, okay? But yet, she kept giving us all these really, really great suspects, and you're like, oh, it'd be awesome. So, I think it's still the brother, but it'd be awesome, you know, this whole you, time. You don't like, get to interview Freddie until there's eight chapters left in the book. I know, and you're yeah, like, there's all, all, all these great suspects, yeah. and you're like, 
say, oh, I can, I can make a case for this person. This, I can make a case for the guy who works in Lula's building as a, you know, I can make a case for all these people, and yet, and yet, yeah, mm-hmm. I just, well, and I don't even know that I could point one like the chuckle in A for Alibi. <laughs> Mailing was making fun of me last night about going in the car ride home, so. Deserve it okay. <laughs> But, okay. <laughs> no, I had, I had, but if you remember, he was literally the only character who, when laughing, was described as chuckling, so it was I don't think anyone noticed that. It's just me. It's just my brain. I'm sorry, guys. My brain's weird. This person was fine. I can't figure out. It was, <laughs> honestly, it was more of a gut feeling than details, but there were, there were all these little things. This person he like, like his relationship relationship with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. there was something really screwy there. And either he was covering up for her or she was covering up for him. But there wasn't any real romance between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And it was really... So there were some of those little things that were just... Definitely. It was, it was little things. Games from Psycho or the, the, the mama. Yeah. So there was, there was that. There was, there was some of the stuff with just the way he talked with other people. And, and it was just... Like, I just had this gut feeling, and I'm like, she's going with the cliche. The person who hired him did it. Which gets to my Silas. my thing that, well, we're going to eventually get it. You know, it gets to my, you know, my, that's also my pet peeve about it. But, and I didn't, I didn't want to be right. I wanted so badly to be wrong, and she gave me so many so other great, great <laughs> suspects. You know, I mean, the guy who lived downstairs, the, you know, the, you know, that she didn't, he didn't interview to the end, Freddie. Yeah. You know, um... I, I even had a case built up in my mind, although it wasn't very, you know, strong, strong for, for Guy. So, me, I'm like, mm-hmm. but he's the only one who's really sad. So, maybe because he's overly sad it was him, you know, like, I'm going to be right. I'm going to be right. I'm going to be the right. I'm going to be Because I also way early started suspecting that he hurt his brother before we find out. Too sounds like oh, he's he's got See, he's got a twisted psyche he's got a broken psyche. Yeah. First brought up the dead brother. Yeah, I thought oh because that's where this is going. He's going to end up solving the the brothers. The brothers' murder yeah. and the this girl really killed herself. Yeah, but, you know, that would have been an interesting twist on the story. And that's why I said yeah. Going. But it was just thrown away so quickly, like, oh, this is just background characters. But it didn't feel like background. The way she presented it didn't feel like background. It felt important Mm -hmm. because the details given felt important. It wasn't just, oh, my brother died. It was, he went by crying on the quarry and he fell. And and I'm like, that's important. That's going to be important. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you connect that he fell and then Lula fell and then was the same person? Not because of the falling, no. No. No, but I had a feeling that, that he, yeah. So before we found out that that was the case, but um, but I, like I said, but she gave us so many really great suspects, you know. And she did. No, she did. I mean, she did. And I'm like, it's not even like they're red herrings because no, because they, could, they have they motive. They could have done it. They had motive, and they had like, okay, you had I had alibi here, but this was great. There was enough people who had motive and opportunity. You just had to find it. You had to find the alibi and fix it. And mm-hmm. um, I also liked when we, he finally tracked down Michelle. Mm-hmm. Gosh, she was interesting. She was an interesting character. I mean, you know, I've seen people like her. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was yeah. like, wow. Walk on floor. I know. Right? <laughs> right? We have a lot, but it was she was she was interesting, and, and uh, you know, it was I don't know. There was there was 
like you said, there were so many interesting characters. With, with Rochelle, yeah. I, I just be, I'm going to bring it I like the scene in McDonald's. Like, that, that I love that yeah, scene. That was great. I'm going to bring it because I don't think yeah, yeah, else go ahead. The, um, with the cop and, you know, mm-hmm. oh, she drowned and, like, he's writing it off as a suicide. And the cop even has a throwaway line about the jagged. Like, she looked like a dead Muppet. Yeah, you know? and they're like, yeah. but you have no idea how much that jacket costs. Like, he yeah. just throws that in there, like, no, 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 this jacket is, you know, like... It's not even released yet. Like, yeah, it's, yeah like, a, yeah, you know, like, it's just like a zillion dollars. Yeah, I think it's like 1500 or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like, it was, well, pounds, pounds, which means twice that in American dollars. Yeah, yeah. Pounds yeah, worth almost $2. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 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 Wouldn't it be yeah. half, then? No, he was talking, no, he was talking about it's this many pounds. Yeah, no. The pound is equal to two dollars, right? Right. So no, 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 no. I thought it was the other way around. No, no, no. no, no. The pound, pound is worth more. more. Oh, okay. okay. Pound is worth more. Yeah. yeah. Trust me, I've been to England. It's more expensive over there. Especially yeah, <laughs> in London. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's worth more. Yeah. So, like, American dollars aren't worth as much in the in the England in the UK in the England into the UK. In England. Yes. Yeah. yeah no. But like so, that scene, yeah. I I really dug like, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he he's just. Nonchalantly killing their suicide. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. This wasn't a suicide. Oh, gosh. That becomes really important at the beginning of the next book. Oh, does it? Because he's the guy who proved the cops wrong. And, it's oh. Oh. and so the cops don't want to help him out with those two. <laughs> Plus, like, there's all, these, there's all these other people who are like, oh, you trying to show up the cops again? You trying to show up the cops again? Like, you know, kind of a thing. So it's, but two, it has a lot. So far, three is. He's going to be coming out of the fourth the one. The fourth yeah. one's coming out. I'm glad you're still writing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, the cuckoo's calling, silkworm, career of evil, and then what's coming up is lethal white. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I see. I've read all three books that are out. So. I've only yeah. read the first two because I didn't want to have to. Also, the first two stories were so completely different enough as far as the cases that I have no problem separating them in my brain. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to also have book three in my brain once we. So I'm waiting till tomorrow to start. He has my copy. After well, I'm yeah. I have yeah. it at home. It's been yeah. sitting there. I'm waiting till after. And our all podcast. of the books are still released under Robert. Which I like, by the way, because there is a lot of language in here, a lot of language, and situations that, because the Harry Potter books, they're they're young adults, okay? They're meant for younger readers, and there's tons and tons and tons of readers who are kids who love anything J.K. Rowling. So I have a lot of respect for the fact that they're keeping this still under Robert Galbraith, even though people but, know. But what, what's... Because um, if this is not a kid's book. No, but Casual it's Vacancy. Gritty. It's but Casual... Yeah, she does have uh, the political thriller called Casual Vacancy, which is also more dull. Not is it, is it, it under her name? It's under her name, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fair enough. But this was the first thing she wrote besides yeah. Harry Potter and tried, you know. Yeah. So, and I, you, mean, you should put it under Robert Carroll, because you keep it under there. But also, I, because it is, there's there's the sex and the drugs mm-hmm. and the violence well, and the cussing, and it's the just, there's second, so much. Also, Which is also in and the second one is, is really definitely dark. And casual vacancy is also really dark. Really, yeah. really, yeah. and there's a lot of twisted... Sexual stuff. Someone's gonna ask J.K. Rowling if she's okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, not like all. events that happen, but it's... I'm a lot of dark stuff, but book two really is a lot dark. Yeah, it is. There's a story to how she got outed, too. From what I understand, it was like like a publisher's wife's friend. And then, like, they ended up, like, she got sued, and they settled out of court. Like, this this shit is taken seriously. Yeah. Well, the thing is... I'd be pissed off, too. Pissed me off about... I don't know if I'd be pissed off to sue somebody. Well, I would. When you purposefully put something out there separate, she wanted to see if her writing was good enough aside from Harry Potter. She wanted to see if she could build a fan base, not just on Harry Potter, but on her own, you know. Especially since they are different. Stephen King did the same thing with with, uh, Richard Bachman. Richard Bachman. Yeah. But like I, I, from what I understand, she actually was doing it anyway. Like, like she w- she was getting a fan base from this book. Right. It yeah. wasn't nearly as much as Harry Potter, but it was building. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I'll get to that later. So yeah. like, I, I feel like it would have gotten to that point eventually anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, but the smart play would have been to release it now, while pre-orders available for the fourth book. Mm. That way, people will oh. buy maps by the first three. Like <laughs> that's the way you play this is. You go Keep into it secret a, for the first few books. Yeah. And then you let it out. The, oh, by the way. By the way, oh, oops, whoops, sorry, we knew, but the, it, yeah. you leak it out then because <laughs> they'll run it me. <laughs> then you're going to have a crazy mash rush for the first three books. Yeah. You're going to get a huge boom. Yeah, it'll sell out. And then you're going to get a huge pre order for the fourth, yeah. just on the name alone. That's true. But she yeah. would have also had her vindication. On whether or not she could have the cells of yeah. a Robert Galbraith yeah. for the first three already. The first up to that three. Point, yeah. yeah, I totally get why she she did it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I get. I think I have a lot of stuff for that. All right, so Downs. Um, well, real quick, I want to add one thing that I like. Okay. I forgot to mention. I did like the juxtaposition between Strike and his sister. Like they have the same childhood, but his sister was like, "I want roots. I want a family. I want kids," and he's like. I'm good. Like, <laughs> you can have that. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, he did have a rough childhood. Man, they had. She had some like, great backstory on her. Like there are are two basic ways to go with that kind of childhood, and they both went opposite directions. But they still keep in touch, and they both mm-hmm. make an effort. Yeah, which okay. is good. So my downside, I know. Sorry, Bonnie, but okay. I, I'm gonna have to take your thing. That's okay. I'll expound upon it. It was very cliche to have the person hiring him. To also be the killer, like you know, like I I admit that once I found that out, I was kind of like body like no, no, don't 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 go no, don't do it, don't do it, and you're better than me. Because there was a, a period of time where I did think, ooh, what if it was a brother? But I was like, uh, I don't think J.K. Rowling would do that to me. Like you know, <laughs> I don't think she would. But yeah. Robert Galbraith did. Right, Galbraith did. Oh no. <laughs> To, to use cliches, right? Uh, <laughs> I mentioned I love those old noir uh-huh. cliches, but that is one that's always rubbed me the wrong yeah. way because it always felt like the stupid do of it all. The reason why the only other person the, the, the only other person in the story, you do that so you can get some sort of plot twist on your thirty-minute radio drama yeah. because you yeah. don't have that much time to, right. build it, yeah. to build it. Yeah, to build it. And I, I wanted. Like say okay, I get it. It's your first detective novel, so you want to make it detective. You want to make it detective, but at the same time, it's like I don't Are know. You sure, it's her first detective novel. Well, that I know. Harry of. Potter was a detective wizard. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, no. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm, I'm bringing that up as somebody who's used that cliche. Yeah. I have done that cliche myself. And I yes, you have. Yes, I am. I will say that was my biggest problem with the story. Because, I mean, other than I mean, I, I, I love the story, obviously. Otherwise, I wouldn't have suggested it for book club. But um, unlike people who just want to read a book and make it part of a club. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but you know that was my definitely my biggest problem with the book, and um, yeah, I, I, I think um, I, I think that's pretty much my only real complaint. There are a couple like <laughs> a couple instances where I felt it did drag a little bit, but like not enough <laughs> that it bothered me. Plus you. But not enough that it bothered me to the extent where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this book. You know, like, I, it wasn't, the parts that dragged weren't bad enough for me, like, you know, I'm going to set the side and not pick it up again, you know. So, but, like, a lot of my other complaints are really nitpicky like that, like, you yeah. know, so. Mm. Those are probably the points where I'm like, gee, it's funny, and maybe I should put it down. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, my biggest complaint, this is going to sound weird. Okay. Were you already knew you were just okay? Yeah. I think this book has a pacing problem. Okay. The okay. first I say first quarter of the chapters are quick. It's boom, 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 boom. And it's a lot of setup but a lot of stuff's going on. And then when we get to the actual depth of the investigation, things slow down and the chapters lengthen. It's like it kinda is like just from a pacing perspective, kinda things slows to a crawl. And I don't think they ever really pick up again. Until he interviews Freddie. Yeah. So I think, I, <laughs> honestly, I think this book has a pacing issue. Okay, and fair enough. And, no, I can see that. And my other issue is, this isn't Harry Potter. Please stop putting Latin in the beginning of the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> There's no yeah. reason for Latin to be at the beginning of a, a detective novel. She does they quotes at the beginning of every chapter. Yeah. I didn't like that. She does quotes at the beginning of the second one, too, isn't she? In Silver? Yeah. But, like, yeah, each so. part. Yep. But, like, every uh, part the, the New Spirit uh, comic book does the same thing where they have quotes. Mm hmm. But the quotes are Dashiell Hammett. The <laughs> quotes are are like noir detective stuff. They're the from the Thin Man. I've They're always thought that that like I can get like he maybe you have a quote every now and again in mm -hmm. a book, but I've always thought that the quotes at the beginning of every chapter because this is not the only book I've seen like that. Mm -hmm. I've always thought like really. Yeah. Plus sometimes they give away too much, so it's like. It. The quotes? Sometimes yeah, because it's a do. theme. It's a theme. We now know what the theme of this chapter is. Yeah. But I'm like, why? I don't there, need it. There's yeah. nothing else about... Not important. The, there's nothing else about this book that would... It's like an adult version of the little kid chapter books where every chapter has a title yes. that tells you what the chapter is going to be about. Mm -hmm. But this is the adult version, so we use Latin and poetry instead. Yeah. Does anybody else watch Criminal Minds? No. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like how they do that at the beginning of the end of each episode? Yeah. I think they do it right there. Like, like correct. Yeah. Right. Because it's not yeah. like this, this every five minutes. Every chapter it's, it's not after every commercial break. Part. Five parts. <laughs> and, and it's more in Latin. Yeah. But that yeah. just drove me crazy because there's nothing else in the story I see what you that guys, lends itself to yeah, life. I see what you're saying. It didn't bother me, but now that you say it, like, oh, yeah, I can see that. The one it, yeah. fancy quote that... I don't it's the British. They study Latin. Yeah. <laughs> but the one fancy quote Corman Strike brings up written? within the book... No, I think it is, yeah. Wow, okay. yeah. It was a Greek term, like, because he, he, when he's drunk, yeah. he's like, do you know what such and such means? <laughs> means the defining moment. Like... 
like yeah. it's, it, even that was Greek, so it doesn't even tie into the Latin. <laughs> well, to me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so like the Latin just drove me crazy because it, it took me out of the story. Because it wasn't necessary. It wasn't necessary. It wasn't. I get it. I just looked over and went, oh, okay, next. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, I can skip this page. Yeah, I I can't even read it, so I'm next. (laughs) Well, they gave you the translation underneath, like part five, very last of the book. Lucky is he who has been able to understand the causes of things. Mm -hmm. Are you sure that's what it says? Yes, that's the translation. (laughs) That's the translation. That's what the translation says. Then why did she have to put Latin on the top for them? To be poetic. (laughs) Because because the original quote was in Latin. (laughs) Which has the original quote in and that's where for all of us who don't study Latin what that says ties up this is where strike suddenly starts to understand the cause of things right but we don't need it it's not necessary it's like I said an adult version of having a cute (laughs) title for every chapter (laughs) which since I'm writing a child's book a child children's you know first chapter book I have a cute title for every dang chapter but this is the adult version of that are you are you doing them in Latin too I'm not. <laughs> These are like third and fourth grade like level. I'm going to pass on the last. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, on my chapter book, I'm going to do the titles in Esperanto. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And you know what? I'll probably be able to understand it. Tax <laughs> <laughs> the benefit of Esperanto. Yes. Yeah. All right, where were we? Uh, uh, Wayne. <laughs> your turn. Your turn. What's your complaint other than there wasn't Esperanto? I mean, <laughs> right. What language do you hate? What was Um, there, there weren't really any parts in it that I just I, I dislike this. Uh, I I dislike the character of the producer because he's so despicable. <laughs> <you find out laughs> he the reason the reason his wife heard it was because he was ticked off at her, and it's sub zero weather, and he put her out in her underwear. In her underwear. underwear bra and panties onto the porch and locked the door and went in on the balcony to take it down so she's on the balcony there's no way to get down there's all these paparazzi out there she's hunkered down hiding between under shrubs and she was outside and the door it's snowing she's getting hypothermia and And that's how she hears the argument from upstairs and sees her fall Mm -hmm. and sees her fall and she described the falling and the flailing properly too. That's the other thing, not just what was said, but she when she at the meeting you were talking about earlier, she also did it like a movement to describe like, mm-hmm. and he's like, that would have been pretty accurate. She wouldn't have seen that out of the bathroom window. Yeah, yeah. So, so you hate the guy because be, because he's he's abusing his wife. He could have died. If he'd left her out there all night, which he might have done. Mm-hmm. She yeah. could have literally died of hypothermia. Not just freezing, well below freezing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, then he brought her in and basically threatened her. You can't tell her. But first thing she did is she went running downstairs and let her in. Uh, is wipe all the prints yes, he from the outside the of the door where she was hammering trying to get back <laughs> in. No one would know. So mm-hmm. no one would know. Before they call the police. Before he tried... 
Mm. He, he's yeah. covering his butt. Yeah. I've encountered guys like that at work who are like extremely controlling of their wives. It's fucking disgusting. It, it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. It's not. And okay. so, you know, he was a despicable uh, person. It, that that just his character in the book, you know, makes him one that you love to hate. But then the the actual killer. I don't think I hit the killer as much as I do the producer guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, no, that's, that's a valid argument. Mm-hmm. I mean, the killer, he's... He's, he's sick and twisted. He's sick and twisted, and he has been since he was a kid. He's a bad seed and has he, been. He's a sociopath. Yeah. He's got a very fractured psyche uh, since he was a child. And, and so you see it, once you see all the pieces, you think, gosh, wow. What a bastard. But at the same time, you don't quite hate him as much as you hate the guy who <laughs> pushed his wife out in freezing weather. <laughs> and leaves her out there. And leaves her out there. You know, yeah. Yeah. So. That's true. You know, that that was, I, I guess I'm too nice a person, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> or you're just, you know, even just vaguely approaching decent is better than that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing, though, about all these characters. You see... They're, they're a broad range they're, of characters. Yeah, and, and they have good qualities and bad qualities. And even your hero is, you know, he's, he's not Superman. He's not, he's not Captain America. He's, 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 he's broken physically. You know, he's had, I mean, you know, okay, so his, emotionally, emotionally for sure, damaged, damaged emotionally. You know, it, that still plays out further on, the whole, the love of his life, you know, Charlotte, you know, the whole thing. That plays out even more in the second book, you know. So there's things I do like that, by the way, uh, that she keeps certain things are an arc that don't just stay in the book; they cover well, the characters, and you have to have that. Yeah. But but some writers don't do that as well. So I, I like yeah. that. But, I mean, that, that's how it is in reality. Like if, if you right. go through like a really hard breakup like that, yeah, it with you for a while. It does. It does. And so you know, you see, you know, he's gone through that, all that, and. You have this character that you, you he's genuinely likable, even though he's this gruff kind of. You know, I love it because we encounter him. We don't start with him. The preface is the girl falling, and then we start with Robin. So we're coming in fresh on the scene like Robin is, and we're finding things out. Although we're not yeah. always with Robin, it's not everything from Robin's point of view, but mm-hmm. we get to step into the situation with Robin's side. Yeah, and, like and after that initial scene is three months later. So we're right, picking up three of, months yeah. after everything has died down. It was All the property died down. Everything's just You know, it's no yeah. longer news. Either. Yeah. Which, this is just, I, uh, I'm working on a noir thing, so I'm mm-hmm. doing a lot of research. It's interesting because the George Reeves suicide murder, mm-hmm. similar situation, it wasn't until a private eye was hired to go into three months after the fact. Right. That he was able to overturn the suicide verdict and get it ruled as an unsolved murder. Mm. So it's interesting just the, the fact that, like, there's no evidence. There's no. Yeah. It, we don't have a fresh crime scene. Mm-hmm. But there was enough evidence. It's so funny because the one thing that's brought in, the one thing that the police just are like, ah, who cares about that CCTV footage, you know? Yeah. And then it becomes crucial. Mm-hmm. At the end. So. But sorry, I keep interrupting your things you didn't like. 
Oh, that, that was it. Okay. <laughs> it's Lewis, your turn. Honestly, I'm in the same boat as Wayne. There's not much I don't like. But yeah. I mean, some of that could be because I didn't finish the book. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, so you still probably I, won't have a whole lot. Once I, once I finish it, we'll talk about the next book in like a couple months, and then I'll be like, oh, this thing. I hated this thing. How dare J.K. How, Rowling do that? How though. dare you? We're not calling her J.K. Rowling anymore. We're going to refer to her as Robert. Sir. Gilbert. Anytime she writes something we don't like, Robert. Robert. Damn it. Damn it, Gilbert. Why'd you do that? There's not much I don't like about this. For for being so different from what I'm used to from her, I love this. Yeah. It's so well written. Yeah. I know I keep saying that, but I mean it. <laughs> it's 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 not and I don't mean to put down Harry Potter, it's not young adult. No, it's not. This is an adult book. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's for grown ups. There's nothing wrong with young adult. It's I not an adult book in that it's, it's like rated, you know, X, X or anything. And I mean it's not it's not in it, but <laughs> yeah. But this is you know, this is yeah. I, I okay. Right. I, I'll make a prediction. Even the sex scenes done tongue in cheek. Yeah. yeah. And with taste, it wasn't. Well, you know, they don't go about a whole bunch of details about her. You know, mm-hmm. you know it just gets to the next day. You know. No, it didn't. It wasn't some yeah smutty thing. Yeah. Well, the equivalent of shutting the door. I'm like, right. Okay, I can see where this is going. We pan to the 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 window with the curtains blowing in the breeze. You know, like old TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I guess I don't like that Matthew is so easily written off from what I've read so far as being just a, a petty, jealous fiance who is easily threatened by other men. Um, I also I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that the books are going to go in the direction of Rob of uh, um, Robert, of Robin and uh, Cormoran getting together eventually, and I don't like that they might. Because I feel like that's I know, an easy I like it. thing to I know, I know, I know. It's moonlighting. I, I like all you, but I'm not going to tell and, you. And that's the thing. is like, it, it's not... Yeah. It's I'll leave as a book to me. Yeah. A, a lot of popular, like, media find it very difficult to have a straight guy and a straight girl only be friends. It's a possibility. Like, it is a possibility, yeah. Love, but they could also just be friends. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. I, I brought up Moonlighting because that was the detective show... That was all about the sexual tension between the two main characters. It was Will, okay. uh, Bruce Willis, and she- was it Shepard? Civil uh, Shepard. Civil Shepard get together. Like it's Will, they get it's like Castle. Castle. The X Files. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's all yeah. about the. But the they do a bunch of those. Where you can see yeah. this is a very popular theme. Like it is a very popular Will they will they? So, I so I, I'm hoping. I hope they don't yeah. too, because I'd like yeah. them not to. Because they work better not as a couple. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that too, but because. I guess it's a personal thing for me where it annoys me is what it is. I understand. That's fine. You're right that it is is really popular and a lot of people... For me, if they ever did get together, it wouldn't annoy me in the sense that like what you guys are talking about because like you said, it's so popular. I I guess I get it why I should do it. I just think dare to be different. Yeah. (laughs) Like, right. Make it so that regardless of whatever happens with her and Matthew in future books, can you just make it so that they still stay friends, even if yeah. she and Matthew like break, break up, up in the whatever. future or whatever? Yeah. Like, can you make it so that they're just friends? And yeah, because they have a really good working relationship. You, know? you don't need to bring other stuff into it. There are plenty of guys that if I worked with them, I I would love to just you know. People just work with not, them. <laughs> I would like to have people would speculate. Oh, they must be sleeping together because yeah. you know they work together <laughs> and they work together. together. It's like uh, no, no, that's not always the case. Even if I were single, I don't protect that. Please, yeah. you know. So I get that. I mean, that, that's really my only let's say future complaint. I guess. It's possible. <laughs> this might be a thing in the future. I'm irritated that it could be in the future. Will affect you in the future. 
Yeah, All right. David, dislike. Where's your list? You always have one. I don't have a list. You always have a list. Even if it's just in your brain. You list. Make one on your phone. No, I memorized it. Like I said before, I really like the detail of the book, but the book was like the book was long, and it in the end it kind of felt like a chore reading it because it was so long. Even though you like long stories, I know I liked it, but um, I'm like I said, I'm not very Maybe good. Maybe I'm not very good at detective novels. Brandon's pacing thing. You agree with that? That it slowed down in the middle there, and it. Um, I honestly didn't notice it. It seemed everything was slow. Okay, mm. fair enough. I mean, it's not that. I, I have didn't, the I didn't like it. of listening to it as an audio book. So, like the first couple of chapters are six minutes, ten minutes, yeah. and then like I could see at the beginning where some of the chapters were like really short, boom, and boom, then boom. they lengthened up. But yeah. most of it was just um, strike having the conversation with with us who we thought was a suspect was just constantly asking them questions. And I there, guess there's a lot of like real detective work and that's just asking detectives or mm-hmm. asking questions. Yeah. It, it, like in the noir stuff, nobody actually, like he never got into a fight until no, the no. end. Yeah. Not even when he's drunk in the bar. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, the the detective book isn't one of my Favorite things that I usually read. So like I want like action like a Star Wars book or, or some <laughs> kind of fighting book it really or, kind of like Conan or a Conan book or something. It does, it does, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not saying that it's, it's not good, it's just not something that I'm used to and that's that's what yeah. I didn't really like about it because I want like instant More action. action, I want decapitations yeah. and, mm. and the lamentations of the women. Conan is one of his favorites. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big favorite. They're, 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 they're doing a new Conan yeah. TV series. There are some books I don't read for similar reasons. Mm. That's like yeah, I mean, I liked it because... Or movies, too. I liked it as a detective book. It's just, wow, it's just, just like, not your favorite drama. Yeah. That's it's fine. Like, wow, man, this is taking forever. It's like, oh, okay, I better <laughs> do this. Book club's coming up next week. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I read it in the first three days, and I've read four books since then. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did our book. No, you didn't do it. I did. I'm not detective novel. Chapter two. I'm done. I know who did it. If I ever like write a fully fledged detective novel, I'm gonna give the first draft to you to pick apart and be like, okay, how easy is it to know who killed him? Page two, page five. Where'd you land? He makes it to page. I made it to page fifty. We're good. That's good enough. Yeah, I made it to page fifty. No one else will think the average person is like 360. Yeah, that's okay. I love you guys. Um, and yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like. <laughs> I really didn't like the quotes with the Latin. No. I just like what, what's this for? I mean, I don't really want to know if, like you were saying, it's telling what the what the the section's going to be about. I don't want to know. Just want to read it and find out. I just want to read the story and find yeah. out because they're not going to tell you in a movie, like, oh, this part of the of the movie is going to be. Try watching the Sixth Sense with it muted. You won't jump half as many times. Half of it's music. <laughs> There's literally a scene where someone walks by. 
And the only reason you jump is because there's a loud <coughs> dissident chord right as they cross in front of the mm-hmm. Yeah, the kid with a blown head off. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's there, you're focused on the thermostat and the temperature drops, so you know a ghost oh. is going to appear. Oh, and yeah. the, the ghost lady just walks by, literally yeah. just passes in front of the camera. You mute that scene, nobody jumps. You have it turned up, everybody jumps because they go. Yeah. 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 In no yeah. country for old men, there's no music. It's it's still oh. terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> there's another movie that does that. Kevin Smith's. Um, uh, red state. There's no music. Oh, really? It's all background noise. Hmm. But um. Anyway, go ahead. go ahead, David. Sorry. I mean, other than that, I mean, I didn't really, really have anything bad to say about it. Okay. Oh, um, I didn't like the fact that J.K. Rowling's um, pr- not producer agent gave away that. It was her. Yeah, no, no, we don't like that either. I didn't, I didn't like that, but I saw what he, I mean. You can kind of understand, maybe. I understand why he did it because he, I understand why he did it because he wanted the book to sell. Because honestly, if I would have saw this in a bookstore, and I just looked at it and picked it up, and didn't know that it was her, I probably wouldn't have bought it. Mm-hmm. Right, and yeah. there's a lot of people that way. Yeah, that's a lot of people. I, that, yeah, yeah, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not really into a detective story, and I'm like, and if I was, I, I want to. I'd want it to be something that I'm familiar with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, me, I like a new thing. So I might, you know. But personally, I, I probably wouldn't have bought this not not knowing that it was that was her. Yeah. I might have selected it if it was one of my choices on Amazon first. Amazon Prime, you get like a first read, like a pre-release you can mm-hmm. access to, and you, you read a little blurb, and there's like four or five books each month, and you can pick one. Mm-hmm. So... You know, if it'd been one of those, I might have, not knowing. But you know, Amazon Prime. If you want to give us money for, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, but I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I'd love to right? get some. We don't yeah, get enough right? views to actually bring in any kind but of I, I advertising. I'd probably be right there with you, Dave. Like yeah. honestly, if I didn't know it'd been J.K. Rowling, I wouldn't have bought it. I probably would have like. But the only reason you did was because yeah. J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. that's the reason why I think the agent did that. Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't think right. it was Yeah, so I think, yeah, I could, I could see why the agent would do that, but at the same time, it's like, well. I mean, I would have looked at it because it had a pretty jerky. girl on the cover. <laughs> right? I, mean, I would have looked and go, hey, what's this about? Eh, no. And then go, <laughs> to, look and go to the Conan and say, okay, there we go. Mm. Without <laughs> even just looking at the cover and go, so oh, you, your complaint cool. is it's not Conan. Yeah, that's his <laughs> <a> complaint. <laughs> I think um, I would have been if, like, if I had been passing this browsing the things, I might have. If I had picked it up and read the back, maybe I would have bought it. But okay. but like if I was just browsing and just saw it on the shelf, I probably would just pass it. That yeah. When I'm I'm wondering when that actually did come out that that she was Robert because like presumably when the first editions came out in hardback and paperback, I'm I'm assuming they did not put in the back of the book that it was J.K. Rowling, right? Because no, she would have no. wanted to kept a secret, so nothing would have been written. So like, I, from what I understand, but it's, it's been out for uh, three or four, maybe six months, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah it's been out for a little while. Up. Really long, but like, so like the the ones that we have here, the physical copies both say that it's her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So these are like second editions, let's yeah. say. Right. Because I, like I said, I bought it after I found out mm-hmm. yeah. that she had well, written it, and yeah. by then all, she had written the first three. By the time I mm-hmm. come to it, so yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, Justin. Things you didn't like? Well, uh, I haven't finished it yet. There isn't a whole lot. But you didn't like that you didn't finish it. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. it. but the, the only thing I can I, I, that bugs me at the moment is um, I'm reading this, and for some reason, 
when I'm reading it, I'm picturing a masterpiece mystery. <laughs> you know. Hey, they might. You never and, know. Uh, no, they are. Oh, are oh, they? are already working on it. But Four it, masterpieces? No masterpiece. Well, BBC and HBO. Yeah. yeah. Because it... I was going to bring it up at the, the end. Way, the way, way they're talking that, yeah. and this and that. And I've been watching a lot of it, especially so, it, so I could totally see that. Uh, a lot of those uh, <laughs> British mystery dramas are a little slow. Father, yeah. what's the one? Father, Father Brown. Father Brown. Dr. Lewis, they keep it interesting because they always kill someone off about halfway through. Yeah. So they, they have the initial murder and then there's always a second one. I'm like, why can't we just solve the one? Yeah. There's always like another two or three. So they keep yeah. it going. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. They did. So... Uh, and then strike was Other than that, yeah. I, I don't really have anything wrong with it at the moment. Especially if you think of online with the like, if anyone, if I ever am in a room with Angela Lansbury, I'm walking out loudly <laughs> saying I'm going to the <laughs> I'm not the killer <laughs> and I'm leaving. <laughs> right? It's only tease my grandma about that. Jessica <laughs> Fletcher, the murder stopped. <laughs> <laughs> All her fault. Ever she goes, somebody dies. Yeah. Get rid of her. The movies, the stop. The murders will stop. No one else will ever die. Um, well, you guys already know that I was. The predictability is what you hated. I well, well, but well, not just it was. Well, no, I, I, <laughs> no here's the thing. You know what though? I loved the book in spite of the fact that I figured it out. I just felt like I just didn't want. It's J.K. Rowling. She imagined the whole Harry Potter universe for crying out loud. Why do something that's so cliche when you're so good and creative? You would come up with something else. So there was this part of me that was like, don't, 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 no, I don't want to be right, I don't want to be right. I was right, it was me. Maybe she hadn't you know, read very much detective stuff. No, you do, I've done the cliche. You do the cliche because everyone's done the cliche. Yeah, you put your stamp on the. the, the, the but she envisioned the wizarding world of Harry Potter. She, she did this whole fantastic. But in her defense, you have to do the cliche. You don't need the cliche. I, but in, I'll, I'll only say this about her defense. I'd rather it be in the, the first type of novel than in her fifth. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I agree that. Let's get it all the way here. All right. <laughs> 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 get, get the dang cliche done. It's even in the, uh, the first um, Dresden novel. The, uh, we read it. No, I don't think it was the. The, well, the, the like wife it. who hires him to find her husband isn't she? The no, the the no. killer no. ends up being. Um, oh God! Like another another wizard. He was. He's been other wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was her husband. Yeah. Hmm. It was her husband. Uh, kind of a weird way. Yeah. yeah, a little bit, I guess. But it wasn't exactly, no. It was less cliche sort because of, it was yeah. magic. Yeah, <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> this book needed magic. Right? Yeah, Carolyn, <laughs> she, she, was not, she had enough <laughs> magic. <laughs> it did not need magic. We are good with yeah, no magic. Yeah, no magic left. Take <laughs> <laughs> off his leg. We don't I freaking love the fact that he beat he the guy with the leg. He just needs some skeleton. I'll be fine. I did like um, that. Just Bam! You can't do this. You can't do like the one guy in Punisher and get beat with his own leg. The, yeah. the other thing, just for me, because I don't, it's funny, because David commented, like, right away, I'm surprised you like this book, it's full of cussing and sex. Okay, well, I don't always like that much, there was a lot of the F word in this book, okay? Uh, oh, lost. Which word? The F word. <laughs> Shut up. 
It was a lot of fucking words. Alright? You feel better now? Okay. Yeah, notice she only does it in accent. I know, I know, It's even better with an Irish accent. But anyway. No, I need to write a note. This, this episode is not clean. <laughs> you can edit that part out. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, of course, of course, of me, out of all the people. All my previous fucks and shit. Warning. That's true. He said it first. Anyway. Well, all I'm saying is, like, there's a, there's a lot. So that's the other reason I was like, I'm really glad that it was like J.K. Rowling on the book because I would be like, hey, J.K. Rowling wrote this. I should give this to my 13 year old niece. You know, not that she's weird. I'm like, hey, cool. But we've learned anything. Always read the book before you recommend it. Oh no, I know, I do. I don't, I don't give any books to my niece without reading them. But um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there was a lot. So at first I was like, whoa, like I felt a little bombarded, and then I'm like, okay, I had to. Okay, there's going to be a lot of cussing in this book. I have to change my mindset. Now I'm okay. I can finish reading. There's also a lot of cussing so. in the casual vacancy. Her other okay, well, and yeah. I'm not saying that I can't. It's and not, the I'm not, I'm not going to read this book because there's a bunch of cussing in it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that it uh, took me by surprise a little bit, and I had to readjust. Okay. Like you know, okay. I wasn't expecting it, and there's a lot. There's more cussing in this one than in book two, but the, that's partly because of the the people that are being interviewed mm-hmm. in this book. There's all these you know partiers, and you know half of the people, Catholic Millennium. characters are doing drugs, and they're you know all this you know mm-hmm. it's that scene, and every other word they say is the f bomb, you know. So, so I, I get it in the there, but it was just one of those things that was like, oh, okay, yeah. I have to be prepared for the rest of the book now. Yeah, because you're dealing with people who, in the grand scheme of things, cursing is not the worst thing they do. Like, you know, right, like, right. I mean, it's just natural in that lifestyle. Like, I, I understand that. I know people like that. They say that person who cusses a lot is the most honest. All right. Sure. There's okay. a couple of studies that pro- or have shown that because they uh, feel less inhibited. The less inhibited, but profanity users have a tendency to have higher IQs. So All right, that's fine. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I'm just yeah. saying that's not. Well, that's not always the case, though. But no, anyway. it's not. It's just um, I, I, I love that study because I use profanity. <laughs> <laughs> so you use that because Bonnie's IQ increases when she plays video games. Because I cuss more when I play video games. I get frustrated and cuss more. Come out. I just imagine like that sensor bar goes over your mouth. I'm talking curse. But anyway, so there's so there was that where it was like, oh, okay, but it wasn't. It's not like it's not like a huge thing. It's not like it's the only book I've read with cussing in it. You know what I mean? And, and I, I'm a substitute teacher. I, I hear, yeah, hear cuss words. Well, they're not supposed to cuss in the classroom, but they stop them from doing it. Although they they are pretty respectful for me most of the time. But um, like I'll be like, hey, and they're like, oh. Did I say that out loud? I meant, because I'll be like, you meant stinking, right? And they're like, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes that's right. what I meant. <laughs> it's just talent, yeah. So, you know, there's that. But, um, and. What did they say for real? <sighs> Nothing, David. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I don't so, know. I've, this is falling apart now. <laughs> yeah. um, what are we talking about? <laughs> because yeah. I didn't like, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. So, um,. We we mentioned a TV adaptation. Right. Um, I watched that. Yeah. Oh. It's Amazon. It's uh, HBO and BBC. Oh. So it's um oh, it's 
According to Wikipedia, it came out in the UK last year in August. We have yet to get the American release. release. We can get it. We just need to get online. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, Holiday Granger it was cast as um, Robin. Something April. I know. <laughs> and um, Tom Burke is uh, Richard Cor or, uh, Corbin. Corbin Strike? Strike, yeah. He looks very puny. He looks a little too young. Looks too young. Yeah. 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 This is this is completely wrong. Yeah. That is absolutely wrong. He's yeah. supposed to be the biggest man in the he's room. Supposed to be huge. That's horrible. Yeah. Who cast that? In, in my mind, I pictured Russell Crowe. Supposed to look cooler. Size. Yeah. Steps in a room. Yeah. Supposed to be just a doctor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not as muscle, yeah. but equally like tall. Like I don't know. I, I kind of pictured like Bruce Willis. Well, yeah, because that's him from, from the series right there. That's him in the picture from the. He's too young. He's too young. Too young. Not too young. enough. And I don't care that he has a tiny, kind of a scruffy beard. He does not have look yeah. like yeah. yeah I, I have more of a scruffy beard. You could have done it. I pictured Russell Crowe. I kind of pictured someone like Bruce Willis. John Snow. And the one that I'm listening no, to, Cormoran literally sounds like, all right, let's go over to the pub. Like, yeah. like he's Brendan Gleeson. Like, yeah. yeah. Can't you do someone like, kind of like Brendan Gleeson doing it? Yeah, yeah, the maybe holiday he's ginger. Maybe he's not good looking enough yeah. for the part. Yeah. I don't know. So if uh, we I don't really see her as that because there's nothing for her, for Corman to grab. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna fall down those stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Well, they don't look at all like they're supposed to. Sorry. Yeah, so Sorry. Casting wrong. I guess, Boo. I guess I won't watch it. <laughs> Let's hope the story is better. No, no. Uh, doesn't matter. It's done. You have to watch it's all of it right. and tell me what you think before yeah. I'll even do You're it. assuming I get to the first couple episodes. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, assuming that you watch. Uh, the, the series was picked up by HBO for distribution in the United States and Canada. So is, it, is it called Cuckoo's Calling? Um, is it called... Strike. It's called Strike. Yeah. Strike. Strike. Corman Strike. Corman Strike. Yeah, long uh, hour-long episodes of Corman Strike. Okay. Yeah. So, um, because the first season is supposed to be the first book, book right? Because isn't the first season supposed to be based on the first book? Pro if so I would do a book a season. Yeah. yeah if, if you could, I don't think there's enough action. It, it, I will say it's a good. You could add it. It's yeah. a good idea that they're doing HBO. If you take, cause I know Bonnie, Bonnie and I, and I think you read the second book, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we're the only ones who read the second book. But the second book is a lot darker, and there's a lot of. Gore and, and well, and, and not just the gore. There's it, it's about a, a writer. So instead of the whole modeling scenario, we're looking at writing mm. and authors and publishing. But but it, you know, several of the writers that you're looking at write really like basically pornographic type books. Oh. And so there's a lot of even though there isn't a lot of actual sex happening, they're referring to sections of books that they've read where there's been some really twisted sexual things. So it's deeper and darker. I in just imagine ways. like an old lady like at a typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> like in 10 Things I Hate About You, yeah. that school counselor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Writing this. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. So, um, final thoughts. Final thoughts. 
I say, give it a read. That's my half thought. Just don't read it to your kids. Yeah, no, don't read it to your kids. Please don't um, read it to your kids. And I watched the show if it came on. All right. yeah, I'm going to nitpick it. That character has nothing like in the mm. book. That's not my Freddy, but it's you that has that. Freddy Italian guy? That's not my Italian guy. That's not that. But you used to do? Yeah, and that show is for a true fan. One of the things I loved about the book, and we didn't get it, is the penciling in of reality. Like she at one point, like the the interview with Freddie, whatever mm-hmm. it, he makes it it's said a couple of times that, that was done at Woodcrest Studios. Mm-hmm. That's a real studio in London where they filmed right. the original Tim Burton Batman film. Sweet. Hmm. So like I I I've seen the back features of those lots and stuff. Like there's little things like that that just <coughs> pop up. Yeah. I don't know. Like Hyde Park. Tim Burton. Hyde Park. Yeah. In London. Yeah, yeah, the Tim Burton ones either. were. I did not know that. Uh, only the um, the later ones uh, were filmed out in, like all of the Batman stuff was filmed on backlots in London. Right. With the exception of uh, the Christopher Nolan ones, where they're like, no, we're going to film in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's stuff like that that I really loved, and um, yeah, I recommend it. Uh, you know, I'm probably going to follow up and, and read the other ones. I've read the first two. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy what I have read so far, and I will definitely be finishing this. Um, I don't think I'll be watching the TV show. Uh, I don't see those characters as the characters in my head, which is not fair, sure, but it still matters. Well, because he's described as always the biggest guy in the world. He's a a gorilla with one leg. (laughs) They did the same thing with Lee Childs. Character Her fiance is also big. They actually oh, meet finally like in the second book, <laughs> and the fiance and Cormor are both like, you know, she's like, like she's big rugby players. Like, you know? like Tom Cruise is a great actor, yeah. and, and I'm sure that he can be intimidating, but he's yeah. like five three. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I've actually like a very funny Tom Cruise yelly story that I know. Yelly story. All right, David. Final thought. I'd watch the show if it came on TV. Okay. Unless unless we're going to read the second book, if it gets picked out of the cookie jar, I I probably wouldn't read the second book. I don't think we have the second book. No. We we won't get to it for years. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, if, if... if we want to do what I consider to be a really good detective series with twists, it's on Netflix. Uh, it's called The Killing. It's based on a Swedish movie slash TV series. I've of the heard same about name. this. It is so good. None of the characters are who you think they are, and it's and it's executed really well. It's got the main actress from Big Love in it. Um, she's she's a really really good um, serious actress. It's just it's so good, hmm. and that's my spiel. Justin. Um, well, I'm definitely going to finish it. It might take me a little bit, but I will finish it. <laughs> you didn't finish my Star Wars book yet. Star Wars book. You read the Star Wars book. I did. I didn't book. finish the Star Wars book. He finished the Star Wars book. And you read four books since then, and you didn't finish my Star Wars book yet. Who's that? He's offended again. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to try and finish it. He's offended by all the five other books I have going right now. So. Um... I I've finished all of the books. Good for you. 
you came in later. There are books you haven't read yet that we did for book club. You need to get on that. Yeah. I'm just teasing you. Um, <laughs> he's never going to read the uh, pyramid. I know, I know, I know. No way. He's no. not going to do that. He doesn't like uh, no. the author. Um, no. So anyway, I noticed... Um, Sarah Pratchett. Sarah Pratchett. I know, I know. But we're still friends, so it's okay. <laughs> I'll forgive you that. You forgive me that I didn't quite finish the Star Wars book. All right. Um, I noticed, and I didn't notice this uh, you know, when I first read it, but anyway, it says, the, to the real DB with many thanks. So apparently DB was based on someone, too. DB Mac. Was based on someone she knew in real life. No, I heard he's a real rapper. Like a real rapper? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if it's the same name, though. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Huh. Well, J.K. Rowling... Says she knows a lot of people. She knows a lot of people. She's blown up. She's, yeah, she's... Yeah. She's been part of the popular sphere for over 20 years now. Yeah. So, anyway, so there's, you know, more, you know... There's at least two people based on... Well, there's at least one based on a real person she knew, and you obviously saw someone else in Freddy, so, yeah, you know. Google. Who is D.B.? <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, it was... I mean, I've read the first two, and I'm going to read the third one, probably start reading it sometime this week. <laughs> Depending on what we pull out of the cookie jar, I might read this month's book first. According to Schmoo, D.B. is Holden's older brother as a screenwriter in Hollywood. Huh. I don't know if that tells us anything. I don't know. All right, anyway. Okay, so whose turn is it to pull from the jar? Probably Lewis. He hasn't been here for a while. Oh, oh. Okay. Shake it. Shake it. We'll open. Everything flies out. No, right? You got it. You got it. Please have a terrible touch. I don't think. Well, sure, it's going to be easy, Wade. I don't think there's any more left in there. Let's see. What do we got? Here? What do we got here? Um, we have to. We have to read two books. No. <laughs> uh, Biography of Terry Pratchett. What? <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen it. He was like, what? Don't read a biography for a book club. No, That's this not is, This is a book called Magic, and I believe it's the first in the Septimus Heap series by Angie Sage. Who? M-A-G-Y-K, I think? Yeah, that was the one that I had heard of, and I thought it might be interesting. I've heard it's really good. So who, was that one you suggested, Justin? Yeah. He hasn't read it. So we'll I haven't read them. I haven't read them. I've, but I've heard of the Septon Heat books. They're very good. They're, uh, You've read them, Wayne? Mm-hmm. They're uh, young adult, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe not quite. Are soon. they like 800 pages? Like this no. 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 So, all right, next month, Magic by... Uh, Angie Sage? Angie Sage, yes. Magic by Angie Sage. All right, thank you, and... Uh, good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Septimus Heap. I think that's the series name. Or the main character's name. That's the main character. Hey there, people of the interwebs. That was uh, The Bookies by Cuckoo... Or that was... Uh, never mind. I'm, I'm going to leave that in. Yes, so just, just go with it. Just go with it. Uh, that was our uh, Cuckoo's Calling episode uh, by J.K. Rowling. Um, next month, we are reading... Or next week... Uh, we will have Magic by Angie Sage. Um, the first book in the series of the Septimus Heap story. So you should definitely check it out, if I do say so myself. <laughs> it's a fun, like, family book. Like, this is this is a really good... Oh, yeah, totally. If you're looking for, you know, a fun, you know, kind of easier read to enjoy with the kids, this is definitely one of those books. So, uh, with that said, thank you. Uh, once again, check out our Patreon. Check out 
the store. You can always go to destinycomics.com. Uh, we really appreciate your support. Um, if you can't do that or don't want to do that, please just share the link, share the podcast. We're really small, and uh, we've been down for a couple of months, and uh, so we're just trying to build back up our traction. Thank you, and thank you for reading along with us.